Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chat. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you in Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, that's me, live at location. Uh, Rogers Place up in our uh, broadcast booth in Ice District. Looking forward to it. Getting close to dropping the puck on some preseason action. We're going to head off right now for a 12-minute conversation with Jack Michaels, uh, one of the Oilers 2 radio play-by-play voices. Obviously, you're going to see a lot of Jack this year in NHL Hockey and Rogers regional broadcast. He's going to have, I think, 59 or 60 minimum games this year. Jack, welcome back to the show. How you doing? Good, Bob. Welcome back inside Rogers Place. I'm sure you're glad to be hosting the show again, and more importantly, uh, glad to be getting back behind the mic for some games. Well, yeah, I, I mean, the, the show, it's just, it's so much better on a, on a day like today, as an example. You can stay, you can watch the scrimmage, head upstairs, host the show, away you go, boom, you're not driving around halfway around. It's beautiful, it's awesome, let's get after it. Jack, just before we get to some serious hockey talk, and it's always serious hockey talk, one of the conversations, I saw American Psycho last night. I couldn't sleep, and it was on Netflix, and I'm like, I'm going to watch that again. I haven't seen it, saw it once before. Didn't like it once before. Hated it even more last night. Is there a movie? I know you can't, you're not a big Billy Joel fan, so I know your musical um, uh, preferences. Is there a movie that you just hated? Yeah, I don't like Billy Joel or Red Hot Chili Peppers. Those are, and you know what? Foo Fighters. Those are bands that everyone else seems to love, and I can't stand them. All right. Uh, what about a movie? Event, uh, movies, and I, I mean, first of all, I'm going to disagree with you on American Psycho, and then I think I'm going to name a movie that you love, and I just hate it. I mean, two and a half Actually, probably three hours of just visual excrescence uh, was uh, Gangs of New York. I hated that movie. Well, I'm a, Dan- I- I'm a Daniel Day-Lewis fan. I didn't like. I know. So was my dad, and he hated Gangs. I did of New not York like too. Gangs of New York. I'm sorry. I- oh, you did not like it. Okay. Yeah, I didn't oh, okay. like it either. Yeah, no, a, ter- a terrible movie. Now Leonardo DiCaprio's in that, right? Yes, he is. Yes. Yeah, and, and I like most of Leo's movies. That was, uh, boy, I was not a fan whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, that would be, I mean, right off the top of my head, again, you know, movies I, I hate, I probably haven't watched more than once. So, I'm, yeah. I mean, the, you, you kind of scramble for movies you remember, like, hating. You almost have to. What did you like, think? What did you, we got a lot of votes for Natural Born Killers. Yeah, I didn't like that one either. That's good. That, that's a that's a that's a really good one. Uh, uh, you know, an, another one that I I didn't get or thought it was grossly 
uh, overrated by people who like that kind of uh, film was Stanley Kubrick's Clockwork Orange. I hated that movie. I hated there, it. There's a couple scenes I just hate in that movie. You know what? And I didn't like the – you know what? The other movie I didn't like was the one where Brad Pitt is in and the accents are tough to tell. What's that one called? Uh, Snatch? Yes, I didn't like Snatch at all. I thought that movie was hilarious. I know. A lot of people liked it. I I didn't like that movie Feed him to the pigs. Yeah, no, I didn't like that movie. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, I'd I'd have to think of a few others maybe that that were real popular that I didn't like. I think Snatch was, was that not directed by Madonna's ex-husband, Guy Ritchie? Guy Ritchie, yeah, and Guy Ritchie, I, I don't, I don't mind. Like, I like what Guy Ritchie did with the Sherlock Holmes movie. You know, I, I thought that was, I, I thought he did a good job there. But I, yeah, I didn't like Snatch at all. A lot of people liked that movie. I, I did not. Yeah, uh, I'm a little bit more of a Danny Boyle guy than a Guy Ritchie guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I got you. I, I, and you know, again, it's it's hard to it's hard to uh, you know think of some really popular movies that everyone seemed to like that I hated uh, for for whatever reason. Movies more so than music, I, I tend to I tend to align for the most part uh, in terms of the reviews. All right, uh, let's switch focus here because we've uh, we do actually <laughs> we have a remote that we have to get to, Jack, at about one one forty eight. We're we're two days into training camp. You've been here. You've watched all the sessions. We saw a little bit of the uh, uh, scrimmage today, albeit without you know McDavid and Hyman and Pulleyarvi and Drysaddle and and Zach Cassian and Nugent Hopkins. Who's caught your eye so far? Well, today I really I, I saw a line and maybe a glimpse of the future a little bit with Vogel playing with uh, Ryan and Yamamoto. Not that that necessarily will be a line they start the season with, but I think that could be a default line moving forward, especially if Zach Cassian earns the right to take significant top six minutes. I I really like the way those three played together today. I I think that could be a line we see on a you know on a, a bit of a default basis, maybe a go to line for Dave Tippett if if he needs to shuffle the deck personnel wise. I, I, I thought they were great together today. And then the other guy that really stood out for me, at least in today's scrimmage, and I, I noticed him, you know, yesterday as well, although it's, you know, drills and it's not, it's not as meaningful, or at least it's not as obvious, perhaps, is, is Tyler Benson. And, and he's one of three guys that, that Dave Tippett has talked about, about arriving you know, at camp in excellent shape, and, and probably not more than two of them are going to make the team, and Perlini, uh, Benson, and Kyle Turris. And, and I think Tyler Benson, I, I'm not sure, but he might have had three assists in today's scrimmage. I mean, he was good. And and impactful and really stood out on a line that featured one of my favorites, uh, you know Ryan McLeod. But Benson was the guy who stood out on that line today, in my estimation. So that's just a couple of thoughts right off the top for you. Um, McDavid, Hyman, and Pulleyarvey. What do you? I mean, they did not they did not scrimmage today. Uh, but when they're doing when they graduate from the one on one to the two on two to the three on three drills. Uh, it's, it's it's pretty exciting thinking what might be able to happen with that trio. Well, uh, look, any trio that features the best player in the game, it's exciting to consider the possibilities for sure. And then you roll in the fact that yes, Apuliarvi is coming off a very good year where he, you know, reestablished himself as as not only an NHL regular but 
a, a top six guy with tremendous promise. And then you mix in another guy who, you know what, all he does is excel with great players. And, and that's a skill in and of itself in Zach Hyman is the ability uh, to not only play with great players, but, you know, make them shine while shining yourself. And, and Zach Hyman, look, I, I, you know, I'm as excited as anyone to see what transpires with Edmonton's lineup. And for the first time I, in, in a while, it seems, Bob, the Oilers have some situations where some really good players might not be inside the top six or even the top nine and some real, you know, some quality players that in other years would have been certainly fixtures on them at the very least, the fourth line might be out of the lineup. Edmonton has a lot of depth up front. The most depth they've had since 2017, something Leon Dreisaitl quickly pointed out today. Uh, we got this text coming in on the Ashley, and we got, Jack, hundreds of texts. Uh, by the way, a lot of people like Snatch, just to set the record straight. Craig says, uh, uh, Snatch loved it. Pitt was great. Uh, Cletus, I know a lot of people like it. I'm in the, I, I, don't get, I don't dispute I'm in the minority, but you asked me what are popular movies I didn't like. That was one of them. Uh, Cletus says, Bob, the worst movie I've ever seen was a replay of my wedding video to my ex-wife. It still gives me nightmares to this day. Uh, well, I didn't necessarily. A one-hour one hour photo with Robin Williams. It was dark and uh, psychological uh, and didn't uh, capitalize on Robin Williams' brilliant sense of humor. That was a difficult movie to watch. And I'll give him credit for going outside the box and playing that role. Hey, Jack, uh, just switching. Fo- uh, we did get a text. Uh, you guys haven't talked about Cooper Marody at all. I haven't talked much about Cooper Marody. Have you noticed him much out there? Uh, you know what? I know. I mean, I you know he was on the line with Tyler Benson and and uh, Ryan McLeod and and to be honest with you, I I think Cooper Marody is you know one of uh, you know several dozen players around the league that may very well be uh, too good or is always going to be an elite player in the American Hockey League, but you wonder about the foot speed at the National Hockey League level. I, You know, and and he may prove me wrong. I mean, this is another kick at the can for him. Uh, he's not, you know, he, he has it. He's still a prospect. He's not, you know, he's not completely off the NHL radar. But this is, uh, you know, uh, for me, if I'm Cooper Marodi, I, I look at this as a real important camp in terms of, you know, establishing myself as, as still very much a guy in the NHL mix. But no, uh, nothing in the first two days to suggest that, you know, he's once again going to be on the outside looking in, especially with some of the depth additions that Ken Holland has brought in. Maybe a couple of years ago, but I, I don't I don't see him inside the top 12 right now. Got a text here from Alex, who works for one of the agencies in the city. Uh, Bob, remember when Ty Ratty was supposed to be the Oilers' first line right wing a few years ago, compare that. Well, that's an example of what we're talking yeah. about. He yeah. actually makes a good point there, Bob. Yeah. Is you and I, I, I remember the conversation. He's, he's actually right to bring that up. You and I were projecting, well, if this, then that could happen. We're not saying that as much this year. You know, you've, you've got guys that, that have excelled at various times in the roles that they're currently slotted in. Now, granted, they haven't excelled for a long time, but certainly more so than seven or eight games in, in Pugliarvi and Yamamoto. Uh, Warren Fogle is certainly an established third-line player at the very least. 
Uh, Zach Cassian has shown time and again that he can play in the top nine with a couple of different organizations. And, and the same goes for Derek Ryan, who, oh, by the way, you know, has a lot of, you know, has a lot of chemistry with Warren Vogel going back a couple of years to their time in Carolina, something that both players have already talked about in camp. So the, the difference is this time, and when you look at the fourth line, you've got guys that have been in the league, have played a couple of hundred games in the league, and, and Devin Shore and, and Brendan Perlini. I mean, granted, you know, there's just you're not hoping you're not hoping that a Gaetan Haas or a, a Joachim Nygaard can make the adjustment from Europe. You've got guys who've done it. So I think actually the the guy who went in on the text line there that that's a good example. It's a good example. There's there's not as much projecting to do this year because most of the Oilers who are slotted where they're at right now have done it and they've done it before in that exact role. Jack, to put things in perspective, at the start of the 18-19 season, which for you and me was in uh, Germany and then Sweden uh, and then into Boston, the top three right wings to start the year were Ty Reddy, Yessa Pogliarvi, and Kyler Yamamoto. They combined to score nine goals that year. Alex Chason came in on a PTO, did not play the first couple games. He scored uh, 22 goals in 73 games, and Cassian ended up getting 15. And Cassian was slotted at the start of the the, after a a good run of the playoff. Like he was, and you and I spent a lot of time that preseason expressing yeah. hope that it would work out. And now we're not was, having. Now we know the players that are here more established. Right. It wasn't point. based on a foundation. When we look at it honestly, you know, from from again the perspective of two and a half years hence, you know, we we have to concede that that was based on hope and projection rather than a real foundation of achievement. Final one for you, uh, very quickly, the Cleveland Browns. Any concern against the Bears uh, coming in there this week? Well, <laughs> if you're a Browns fan, you're always concerned. But, no, I see Cleveland winning that game. Uh, Justin Fields goes back uh, to the state where, of course, he excelled as the collegian. But uh, I cer- certainly expect that Miles Garrett and company will find a way to put him on his back more than a few times on Sunday. See you tomorrow at practice. Cheers. Cheers. That is Jack Michaels, 146 in Edmonton. It's the best pizza in the city, still making a great Royal Pizza, multiple locations to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. Royal Pizza, pizza passes so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation, Mediterranean. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. With over 2,300 hotels across the U.S. and Canada, Best Western is perfect for our annual spring hiking trip. It feels a little like... Okay, back to the hotel. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. Chicken. 
when we come back this day in Oilers history, and we'll bang off some of your texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. It's 149 in Edmonton. Again, we'll have Oilers preseason action coming up Sunday night, 7 o'clock puck drop, 5.30 face-off show. Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, uh, myself, Cam Moon, Jack Michaels, all part of the Oilers radio network. To the Steen Oilers history for New West travel. Again, once uh, we get fully back up, going, traveling, all that kind of stuff, New West travel will get back up to Oilers trips where in the past uh, they've done uh, multiple trips to New York City, Boston, Montreal, Dallas. Uh, got a new team in the league this year, Seattle. Uh, could be interesting. Uh, so we'll continue to, continue to update that for you for New West Travel, Dennis and Jason Laliberti. Brennan Escott, what do you got? Back in 2024, year old Ryan Smith signs a three-year, $7.2 million contract. Uh, already a five-year veteran by that point, Smith responded with 31 goals in a career-high 70-point season in 2000-2001, earning All-Star and Selkie votes. Uh, there you go. Uh, Daryl has texted us. I said, what's the worst movie or the movie you hated the most on the Ashley Fine Floors text line? We literally got hundreds of responses on this. Daryl says, Bob, on the subject of movies, I agree with Clockwork Orange being a total bust. But for me, you have to go back even farther than that. The Happening was the worst a waste of film ever. Uh, I'm a 60s preteen, but it was a terrible attempt to capture the essence of that area and it makes my stomach turn just to recall it you know what sometimes i wonder whether or not it's about uh the age uh, of the individual as well uh what can you say uh texas at 780-496-0063 uh bob newsflash most of your audience don't give a flying fadu about college football did we make any college football references on today's show brendan i don't think we had a lot did we not, uh, not not as many as we usually make on a Friday. Put it that way, especially on a Friday. On a Friday. On a Friday in the fall. <laughs> Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Um, wow. And it's we did we had spec on suddenly. Uh, <laughs> wow. Hey, we found out where the four three two area code came from. Uh, I said that we got a, a unique text from a four three two area code, West Texas. Wow, West Texas listening online today. Who do I know in West Texas? Is my Uncle Brian going after me again? I'm not sure. You can text us at 780-496-0063. D-Bud says, Bob, I believe this will be a special year for the Edmonton Oilers. Ken Holland did a great job adding to the team and even more impressive counteracting the surprises that were thrown at him, which include uh, losing Larson and potentially now Archibald. Well, we'll have to wait and see how the situation all... uh, plays out uh, people pointing out that bakersfield also has a vaccine requirement in their arena there you go oh is west texas that texas to say stop it nobody cares about covid so there you have it well uh that pretty much uh, wraps up things uh other than people now texting the show to say hey i like college football well so do i i like college football as well reed Wilkins says inside sports tonight from 6 to 8 p.m i know i'm going to be joining him at 6 30 what else has he got shaking you know what we've had the fill-in producer this week so i'm not getting the early heads up 
Okay. Fluid show tonight with Reed Wilkins. Uh, obviously, some uh, hockey talk uh, bye week again for the Edmonton Elks. Uh, we'll have a recap of the Oilers' uh, preseason tilt in Calgary coming up on Monday. John Shannon will be one of our uh, guests. So we'll have a bit of a surprise on Monday's show as well. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. 6.30 chat afternoons, Jalen and I, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6. A reminder again, the Oilers Radio Network drops the puck. Preseason action, 5.30 with the face-off show. Puck drop at 7 o'clock on Sunday night. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.